You're listening to The Whole Podcast with Becky Alcantar. And today we have a special episode for you from our Journey to Wholeness launch team. Journey to Wholeness launch is specifically for young adults. And our goal is to provide the necessary tools and truth to help young people succeed emotionally, mentally, and spiritually as they journey out to college or into the workplace. You can follow Launch on Instagram and TikTok at J2W underscore launch. That's J2W underscore launch. Today's episode is for the new college student. We know that this is an exciting time. New school, new friends, new start, new adventures, but also new challenges. And that can also be intimidating, nerve wracking, and you may have a few questions. So we invited some of our launch team members, current and recent college students, to help answer some of them for you. Listen in as Risa, Justin, and Sydney answer some of the most common questions we hear in this special launch Q&A episode. Hi, my name is Risa, and I'm 19 years old. I go to the University of Wisconsin La Crosse, and I'm majoring in psychology with a minor in child and youth care. Hey, I'm Justin. <laughs> uh, I'm 20, youngest guy in the building, just about. But uh, yeah, I go to NWTC. I took about a se- semester off just so I could focus on live church and just getting to know it. And I'll be jumping back in the fall. Um, in digital nice. media. Ooh. Yeah. Um, my name is Sydney. I recently graduated in December from St. Cloud State where I played softball and graduated with a marketing degree. Mm. And I'm 22 years old. And uh, yeah, that's about it. But yeah, now we're just going to jump into some questions. Um, so the first one, these are just questions that we had when we were going into college and maybe didn't get answered or we just wanted to help you guys um, know some of these answers that we had. So the first one is, will I make friends? So. Anyone want to start? <laughs> I can start us off. <laughs> so um, going into it, you just have to know, like, everyone's in the same boat. You know, everyone is kind of going in with, not, well, not really knowing anyone, just really wanting to make friends and have that community right away. So, um, like, my biggest tip is going in with, like, an open mind and don't bring, like, all these assumptions or stereotypes going into it because the rest of you are just going to make it twice as hard mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess it might be a little different if you're going on a campus that is you're living at home and like you're in your city than going out to like a completely different state because you will probably still have your friends mm-hmm. around the area if you just go to college that is, I don't know, like 20 minutes away or close by. Yeah. But... Yeah, so Justin, since you're at TC, or you are going to be, how was that making friends for you since you were still living at home? Yeah, well, I still have my friends here, but I didn't really make any college friends because back in 2020 when everybody wore masks and Mm. people didn't really talk to each other and they just came to college there just to learn and then just leave and nobody really, like, talked. Yeah, yeah. For me— um, going into it, I did have the blessing of having a built-in community. So I had teammates that I was able to be around, but sometimes when you are around people a lot and you're constantly with them, practicing four hours a day, lifting with them two days or two hours a day and like living in the same place as them, it does get challenging. So you want to make friends outside of those. And I think a really good way to do that is being involved in other clubs. I know for me, I didn't really get involved in anything until it was my senior year. There was something for Christians there that I finally found. And, uh, 
it was through a church. So if you have a church actually like close to you, that is a really good option just for finding friends like other Christian friends because you already get that community and maybe they don't even go to your school, but they're in that area that you're in if you're further away. And you can find a community of young people too that you can also just hang out with. So that's another tip that I I found later on my college. It was like two weeks before I went or left from college. So Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> so number two, did I choose the right major? <laughs> that is a hard question. I know it is. <laughs> we talked about it before and we still are having issues trying to figure out how to answer that one. <laughs> so I guess I can like kick us off with this verse that I know we talked about earlier. And it's a uh, song. Um, actually, I- <laughs> okay, Psalm 910. I'm just going to go with that one. <laughs> so Psalm 910, and those who know your name put their trust in you for you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Like having that trust in in God and yeah wherever if you have that full trust and you are seeking him and you have that faith in him and his plan and his plans always work he's never forsaken those who Mm -hmm. seek him and follow him and he's never done us wrong Mm -hmm. so just going into it wherever you are in uh in your college career and your journey if you have that faith in him you are right where he wants you to be Mm -hmm. and even if the major you have decided or not right now is the one you graduate with or not, wherever you are, it's going to work out and just have that grace for yourself to allow yourself to be curious and to look at other things. If you're unsure, Mm -hmm. your advisors and professors know like the first few semesters, everyone switches things up. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's just super flexible and you just have to know that and just be kind to yourself when it comes to that. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, I yeah, that's great. Yeah, I just feel like you try to run under your plan, but actually God has a plan for you mm. that he's already planned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just going through college and just not worrying about, oh, what is my future going to look like? Because it's always going to switch up. It's always yeah. going to be something different, something that you didn't ex- like expect, but God expected it yeah. from you. Very mm-hmm. true. Yeah, for me, when I was in school, I went because my dad wanted me to be um, in business. So that is why I chose the major I did and mainly for softball too. So I didn't really, going through college, I didn't really like what I was going for. And I was just kind of going through the motions and doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I really wanted to go into nutrition instead of marketing. And I just had to find like, okay, I'm going to go to school for this since it's kind of the plan that my dad had for me. But And at the time, I also wasn't a Christian, so I didn't really, you know, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to trust God with this. I was going to try and I was trying to take control over it myself. And like now I would never do that. But when I was in college, I was definitely doing that. And it did cause a lot of stress. So definitely trusting in God and knowing that he has you where he wants you to be and where you're supposed to be. And even if you are going to go through and switch up your major, like it's all for a reason. Like you're going to you're going to figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, just trusting in that. I think, Risa, what you said was really good, too. Mm-hmm. Just to add on to that, like this experience is totally new. Like you don't need to know everything right away. Mm-hmm. And um, just kind of, I wrote a couple things down and just don't, the biggest thing is also don't compare yourself because, you know, some people may have it all together or it looks like they have it all together just because, you know, their major is declared or just because, you know, they seem so sure about it. But um, just, just staying on your own track and, you know, everyone goes at their own pace. People are in different majors, so it might seem like they're farther along than you are in their journey. But mm-hmm. so, yeah, just just 
don't compare yourself. That's the biggest thing I feel yeah, like. I agree. Um, so our next question is how will I adjust to dorm life? So dorm life, that is, um, you're moving from like your own bedroom maybe, or even if you shared with your <laughs> siblings or something, but you move from your own space to having a tiny shoebox space with another person who you maybe like have never met before. So that's super scary, but just getting to know them leading up to college. So before you leave, maybe message them. And I'm sure like people have already started doing that, but just message them, talk to them, maybe like meet with them if you're close enough to them. Just getting to know them is really good. And then getting to know their values and their morals and where they line up with that and where you guys um, line up with that. And then communicate too. Also, I think communication is key, like set your boundaries with your roommates just so they know like where you're at and what you want to do. Cause for my, for my experience, I had a roommate that was complete opposite of me. I was a morning person and she was a night person. So she would come in way late at night and I was getting up way early in the morning <laughs> and it kind of causes issues when you have yeah. to be up super early. So just communicating about that and just set some boundaries and hopefully you both respect it. But I think communication is really big when you are adjusting. Mm-hmm. That's really good boundary setting those boundaries between the two of you and just like in knowing yourself and what you need and not being afraid to communicate that because that's where you're living. That's your, that's your home. Mm-hmm. So treat it like that and then it'll be okay. And just make sure that you don't give up. Like don't base the rest of the year, then the rest of the semester on the first couple of nights or even the first couple of weeks everyone there is learning how to live on their own for the first time like Mm -hmm. that and it's a bunch of 18 and 19 year olds living together so (laughs) it's going to be a little tricky at first and maybe a little noisy but um just not giving up and keeping uh, those boundaries and learning to adapt you just and because you're living with so many different people you know not everyone's going to change their routine or schedule to fit yours. So yeah. also learning that, that you might have to switch, um, switch up a few things so that yeah. it's just more comfortable to adjust to everyone else too. Mm-hmm. Justin. Yeah. Well, I, n- I never lived in a dorm, but I, I feel like once you move into the dorm, you know, you're, you're getting to that new state in life and like you, you can kind of like test out your survival skills that you learned mm-hmm. from, from your parents and like use it to see what it's like to, not mm-hmm. be around your parents. Yeah. And, you know. Independence. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and take it on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, how was uh, living at home and starting, you know, your college mm-hmm. journey? Super laid back, you know. <laughs> I <laughs> saved a lot more money than, you know, living in a dorm. But all I would have to do is just drive to college, which was a bit of a pain. Because when you live at the dorm, right, you're like right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just managing your time yeah for, for yeah. that and make sure not to show up late to class and yeah <laughs> yeah cuz really mm-hmm. I mean your parents can keep you accountable oh, yeah. but only right at so much right yeah. so mm-hmm. all right um our fourth question here is i feel like a really big one that everyone is kind of that's on their shoulders is what if i fail yeah that's a big question it is a big one i can start um so failure um Let's see. <laughs> For me, I always grew up having the pressure of being um, really good at what I do with softball and having to make sure my grades were super good. So going into college, I kind of had that expectation. And I'm like, okay, now I'm at the next level. I have to play to this and I have to be this. And it's super hard, when you, especially when you're going in as a freshman, you have to compare 
you don't have to, but you start to compare yourself to other people and to where the, where the seniors are, where the juniors are. And just like knowing that like you are like, you're going to get there, but like right now you're in the learning process and like trying to be okay with that is hard. And like knowing that if you fail, you're going to be okay. Like there's, there's, you're not going to get like disowned. You're not going to get, you know, God's not going to leave you. Um, But for me also, like I said before, I wasn't Christian going into it. So I was struggling really bad and I was in a super dark place because I, I had all that pressure growing up and then I had it even more from not just my dad being my coach, but from a new coach and these new teammates that I didn't know that expect you to be somewhere that you, you're not supposed to be. Mm. So trying to like let go of that and know that it's, it'll take time. Mm -hmm. One thing that my coach always said was put your, um, put your head where your feet are. And to me that stuck out. I didn't agree with everything Mm. she said, but that one that was like really good because if you're worried so much about where you're going to be and where you're going, you're not going to focus on where you are in the moment and mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be doing now. Mm-hmm. So that that's my piece of advice with failure, but knowing that God's not going to leave you. So just do what you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think failure is like huge and being able to get back up again and able to conquer it because, you know, failure is not a bad thing, you know, mm-hmm. you can yeah. get back up and see how you actually deal with the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think self-doubt is a re- really big, big thing, like this voice that keeps like telling, telling you that you're not good enough. You know, you can't get back up and just defeating that voice and owning it yeah. is, is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing is that we need to learn how to redefine what failure is and redefine what success is in our lives because it's so, it's so much different uh, going into college. I feel like, you know, um, there's a lot of responsibility that comes in college and there's not, you know, a, a lot of like professors or anyone really holding your hand and, you know, watching your every move when it comes to academics. So just learning how to redefine what that is because in high school, I was so used to, you know, everything coming like really easy and like getting good grades wasn't like a super big stressor. Uh, I felt like, you know, it was definitely like manageable, which college still is it kind of like hit me like really hard the first few semesters where I had to kind of, I did have to relearn how to learn and relearn how to study and all that kind of stuff. And I had to ask for help a lot more. And so when I redefined what failure was, whenever I got like a B, I wasn't, you know, crying anymore because (laughs) I was still really good and I still did a good job. And if I know that when, I prepared for whatever it was to the best of my ability and I did what I could, then that that was good for me. Yeah. And then bees instead of failures, they turn into successes and um yeah. just also celebrating those victories to keep your self-esteem yeah. up. Yeah, I was just gonna say that celebrate the small things. Mm-hmm. Like if you turn an assignment and on time, like celebrate that because that's like huge sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like when you get to your college math class and you have like so many assignments and you're like, well, at least I finished it. Yeah. Like I might've finished it five minutes before class was ready, but I did Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> celebrating those things, I think is super important too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this verse, uh, this is the one we were talking yes, about. there it is. <laughs> Proverbs 24, 16. Uh, the righteous may fall seven times, but still get up but the wicked will stumble into trouble. So mm. we, we, his people are the righteous and we are going to fall. That's, that's life. We, the Bible says that we are going to face hardships and that we're going to, you know, we're going to go through it, but that doesn't mean that we have to stay down. That doesn't mean that would, that our failure has to define us. It's, 
like Justin said earlier, it's part of the journey, you know, it's part of failure is part of success and that's what makes it stronger. And that's what, where we learn. And if we, if we choose to let that, you know, dictate what, what we do from there on out, then that's, yeah, that's where, that's where we truly yeah. fall. And we love that identify us. Like, mm-hmm. That's not good. We know that our identity comes from Christ, not from what our mm-hmm. failures say about us. Right. That's good. That's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All righty. Next question. Yes. Will I be able to manage my time? Mm. We did talk about this one. Priorities. Like figure out what your priorities are Mm -hmm. and know what you have to get done. One thing I learned from just even being here was know what you have to get done for that day and get it done and then worry about the rest later. Um, Mm -hmm. But in college, yeah, just like first and foremost comes, I think, your relationship with God and your relationship with people. Because if you don't have that, you're not going to like get everything else that you like you need. So. Worrying about figuring out what your priorities are. We always talk about the top five priorities here and like you're filling up your buckets and what's number one, two, three, and four, and five, mm-hmm. and figuring out what that is and what that looks like in your current situation. So I think that's really good. Yeah. So, yeah, setting your priorities straight. And if, uh, if God is your first priority, then everything else will fall into place. And He just, He guides what we do. So if He is, what you do first thing in the morning. And if you are like, again, having that faith and trust in his plan for you, then he will provide the time for you. It it will come into place and you won't feel overwhelmed. But also I kind of felt like going into school, I felt like I had a lot of time, like more time than I needed. Mm -hmm. And so at first, like, you know, it's just kind of like, whoa, like I have so much time. So I'm just going to, you know, wait to do this or save this for later. Oh, I can sleep in today. I don't have class until 11. And stuff that kind of like came in. Did, well, I just found out I really don't have that much time. And since I was, you know, like sleeping in one day or saving schoolwork for later, mm. that I was actually running out of time, even though I had so much time. So mm-hmm. time can can be evil and it can, <laughs> it can yeah. get away from you, even though you have so much. So yeah, just learning those, learning how to set your priorities straight and getting and getting things done. Yeah. Yeah, for like the managing time part, like when you live in a dorm, is are there like a lot of distractions? Like what if people go out, hey, let's go hang yeah. out here. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. But like, no, I actually got to do homework, but that sounds so, so much more fun. So yeah. I'm actually going to go do that instead. And, you know, I, I can do homework later. But then, yeah. of course, as the day goes on. You pay for yeah. it later. <laughs> yeah, you yep. get stressed out yeah. and then can break down. But I feel like just talking to God throughout the day really calms me down. Mm-hmm. And it like just relieves all the stress off of me and just yeah. knowing that it's in his hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. It's huge. Yeah, and setting like a routine. Like for me, my routine, I would, since I, like I said, I'm a morning person, I get up, I go to the gym, I would take my dog for a walk, I would read, I would get in the word, and then then I would start my day. Mm-hmm. And then it was quiet, and then I would just get my homework done before I had to go do my Zoom class or whatever it was, and then go to practice. And then after that, because after practice, I wanted to be done and just not have to do anything to where I was just like, I did not want to do homework after practice. Like, you get done after four hours, and you're just like, 
I just want to chill. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was just make sure everything got done in the morning. Everything that I needed to was done in the morning. Went to practice, came home and just like relaxed and spend that time just doing things that I needed to do to get my head right. And like disconnecting Mm -hmm. from your phone even can be super good, especially when you have homework to do because it is so, that is like one thing too, that is super easy to get distracted when your phone is on Mm -hmm. and someone messages you or you just see TikTok and you start scrolling. Like Mm -hmm. seriously guys, like turn your phone off if you're doing homework. Yeah, put it away. Yeah, or like put it on do not disturb. So that is, yeah, setting a routine I think is super important, especially because then when you go into college, you also don't have a routine because you don't really, you're not, you're new to it. You don't really know what you're doing yet. And since, like you said, Risa, you have so much time, like it's, Mm -hmm. it's way different. But if you like get set on a schedule and a routine, Mm -hmm. like it'll, it'll, after a couple of weeks, it'll like kick in and then you'll Mm -hmm. start to feel like you're, you're on a roll. Yeah. And especially those like first few weeks, just allow yourself to like learn and grow, like just in learning how to manage your time, just figuring things out, you know, the routine that you put in place at first might not be the routine you have in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just, just knowing that. And um, yeah, like seriously, like learn to unplug when it mm-hmm. comes to stuff. Cause yeah, just put it, just put the phone away. And also I had to learn that to give myself so many like breaks you know, because I would do stuff for like 20 minutes or I would like write down one paragraph and I was like, oh, look at all the work I've just done <laughs> and stuff. And I would give myself, you know, like what was supposed to be a five minute break, but then it turned into like half hour oh. and then things. And, and then now we're at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I just had to, you know, you know, learn to push through and just have like and learn to have self-discipline because mm-hmm. I could get things done a lot faster and have more time later than if I'm giving myself all these little breaks just because I did something like small. But also maybe that works for you at first, but um, don't get too caught up in that. Another thing is, yeah, what you were saying, just like get your stuff done during the Mm -hmm. day because like in the evening and at night, like that's when everyone like kind of does stuff together, you know, hangs out. Mm -hmm. Or goes on a walk, watch, watches movies or whatever. So if you don't want to miss out on that stuff, make sure, yeah, like set your priorities. Make sure you give yourself that time to, you know, yeah. have stress-free, get your mind off of school or whatever. Um, but that's if you have what you have. Yeah. We need to be done. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. And like if you're not at the dorm, but you're staying at home, you know, mm-hmm. at home there can be a lot of distractions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one thing that helped me is actually to go to campus, like at the library and work there instead. Mm-hmm. The library is always a good spot to go. Oh, for sure. Or coffee Quiet. shops. Or coffee yeah. shops. It's like the move. That can be distracting too if you're hearing, hearing yeah, all true. the coffee machines go off. Yeah. yeah. Right? But it's so peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. All right. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. Why am I al- already homesick? So um, when I was homesick, I didn't really become homesick until like a while later. I think I was like in that, I guess, honeymoon phase of, <laughs> of college, you know, just taking everything in. I was so excited and I kind of forgot to like that. Yeah, I was away and I was going to be away for a while. So and being homesick is is a real thing. It's not just like this mm-hmm. little name that's been given for like yeah. freshman college students yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. It's it's an anxiety caused by separation from everything you've known. So yeah, your family and the town you grew up in or anything like that. The biggest some like tips I have is making sure you stay connected with those back home. You know, they need it just as much as you do, if not more. Like you are also are not there anymore at home. So 
calling your parents, sending them pictures, texting them good morning, or mm-hmm. what are you guys having for dinner? Just staying connected yeah. with them um, is super important. And exploring, like, you're exploring the area, not just on campus, but the whatever city you're in and making that place familiar. The only p- way it's going to get familiar is if you go and explore and you, you know, you get familiar with yeah. the area. Make Because mm-hmm. this place is like your new home now. So, so make it like that. Do what you would do at home there. If you go on like little mm-hmm. target runs with your friends yeah. at home, do that there. Make mm-hmm. it seem familiar again. Yeah. yeah. I had the same experience too. Like when my parents dropped me off, I was so excited. I like, I got in my dorm actually like two weeks early. Um, my boyfriend at the time wow. had left. So I'm like, okay, now what do I do? Cause I like distanced myself from my, all my friends. Cause I was already having a hard time, like from being homesick. So I went to school early. My parents dropped me off and they were like bawling. And I'm like, okay, you can leave now. <laughs> but, I but then like, it did hit me. Like you said, like it hit me later, like a week later. I'm like, okay, I miss you guys. Like, can I come home already? <laughs> But not letting yourself like sit and be sad and like what I used to do, which is super bad. Don't do this where you sit and you put music on and it's super sad music and then you miss home. Yeah, that's not good. But (laughs) if you you put yourself around people too, that helps. But also, like you said, like calling your parents or something. I FaceTime my mom, I think like every single day. And like, I just, it helped a lot. Like it made me sad, like not being there and seeing like my puppy grow or like my sister go through school or anything. It, It was super sad. And like, also, you're like friends too. Like when you're trying to like figure out how to navigate that, your friends are also at college. So they're also going through the same thing. So if you have like major FOMO, like you're not missing out because everyone else is almost doing the same thing as you are mm-hmm. and they're all going through it too. So you could always talk to them about it. But I would recommend just surrounding yourself with people. That's probably the easiest thing because when it's not distracting yourself, it's just trying to build something, like you said, making it more homey, like mm-hmm. where you are. Um, and yeah, going out, finding spots, things to do. Like I know we still went to did target runs like every single night or like baking yeah. with your friends or like going for walks with people. I know I've, for me, I found a gym and then I would like make that my routine, would go to that gym. And it was kind of like what I did at home. Mm-hmm. I would find a gym like at least 20 minutes away and I'd drive to it because I liked that. I did that at home. Mm-hmm. So I did that here. And then getting yourself connected into a church too, just community to have. Um, that's like always going to be there and you know that they will be. That's a good thing too. But yeah, just being okay with being homesick. And like you said, mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing. It's going to yeah. happen. And just being okay with that. No, it's okay to be sad about it. And you can like, you know, sit there and cry for it cry about it for a little bit but it's just know that it's okay and you don't have to like shove it down or feel bad mm-hmm. just tell people when you when you miss right. home yeah it's yeah. it's so it's so normal and it's it's part it's part of the journey you know it's part of growing up and uh it's like honestly being homesick at, at college is probably if there is a good place to be homesick that's probably one of the best places because mm-hmm. everyone around you is feeling the same way so yeah. it's really it's really nice and really easy to just talk Talk to someone about it because it's really easy to relate and you guys are able to Mm -hmm. then help each other. Yeah. And it definitely, it gets easier, but it also doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. So like other people feel the same thing. Seniors probably feel the same way too as like a freshman does. But they just, they've just learned how to adapt to it. So just adapting to being away from home and figuring out what that looks like for you personally. Yeah. Super good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I never dealt with this since, you know, I stayed at (laughs) home with my parents. Uh, But, you know, if you're, in a new place, you know, God is still by, by your side. He, mm-hmm. he will still be by you, you know, can dig in the word still, you know, probably bring your Bible with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that'll always be there. Yeah. And again, what I said, you can like test what 
test your, yourself, you know, test your limits and yeah. see where God can take you. Yeah. So I have a question now. Um, this isn't scripted. This is just for me. Yeah. What was your guys's or is still your guys's like favorite part about like college and then your favorite part about coming home? Like what do you guys look forward to most about going back and then going back home? If you have one. <laughs> so I guess my favorite part is I just, I mean, maybe this is probably the most basic answer ever, but I seriously love all my friends there. Like mm-hmm. it's so crazy to me that like, they just live like all around the Midwest and mm-hmm. like this one place brought us together. Mm-hmm. And I just see like, I'm like, that's God, like bringing these people into my life right there. Like they had all these other places that they could have chosen, but they chose lacrosse and they ended up in like this dorm or on this street or mm-hmm. whatever. And now like their family, they're some of my favorite people. Um, so it's definitely my friends make it worthwhile. Yeah. Going coming there. back home, what's your favorite part? Coming back home, my favorite part <laughs> is church. I seriously love it. I get excited all the time, like coming back to Green Bay and going to church on Sunday. And that's my favorite part. I just love it here. Yeah. 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 But when you come back for church, do you see like so many new faces and like, what is this place now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many new people, especially coming back this summer, like there's so many new people and there was people that like, were young and they're my mm-hmm. age. It yeah. wasn't just like families, like with their kids. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, young yeah. adults and yeah. stuff like I, that, college students. Yeah. I do remember you saying that when you got back, there were like so many young people here. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Justin, do you have anything? Favorite thing? Okay. Not but really. But getting back into like your routine of school, I guess. Do you like the classes? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So mainly I did like online, online, like Zoom stuff during yeah. COVID, which wasn't the greatest, but still did mm-hmm. it. That is tough. Mm. I yeah. didn't really enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Are they still doing online classes now? Um, I actually, yeah, they are. I have an online class next semester. Just one? Just one. That's good though. Everything's getting back to normal. Yeah. Well, I guess Almost. what I'm excited for, you know, going yeah. back is probably going in person again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this your first time in person? Uh, I took a few classes in person. Okay. But, yeah, this. But I want to take, like, all my classes in person this time and actually yeah. get to know people and the instructor. Because yeah. a lot of my classes are, like, hands-on stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it'll be a lot easier to learn. And Well, yeah. That is difficult doing all your classes on Zoom, and it's so easy to not pay attention. I know. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's so easy to turn off your camera, put mute on, and just sit there on TikTok and do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, building that really, with your professors, mm-hmm. too. Like, it's so much easier. For, ma- for me, it's math. Like, I cannot learn math on Zoom or online mm-hmm. or anything. Like, I have to do it in person. But yeah, that's yeah. super hard. Yeah. For, for me, like college didn't really feel like college because you used to get there and leave and go back home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just felt like school, like, like high school. High school 2.0. Exactly. <laughs> with, with a de- right. college degree. Yeah. And then I felt like the people there, a lot of people dropped out. Mm-hmm. Like I had one class. It was only eight of us because only eight people could be inside the class for COVID. Oh, and man. on the, like there were like three more classes left of the semester and I was the only one there. <laughs> Everybody else dropped out. Oh my God. No you were the, there's one person in the class and it was you? Mm-hmm. Yes, it sucked. Did your like, teacher like you? Yes. That's good. So, oh yeah, I had long <laughs> conversations with them. So that's, that's good. good at least. It's just like, I feel like during COVID, people didn't care about college and it just yeah. didn't feel mm-hmm. like it. It's hard though when you go through that transition, especially because you you both went through it, right? At, when you were going to school? 
or was yeah. it your freshman year of college? Yeah. Wait, were you, are you a 2020 graduate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So you're right. going through it like right, right when it hit, you're going straight into what yeah, you, what just, college isn't supposed right. to yeah. be. So that is a really challenging mm-hmm. time to navigate. And now it's probably weird like getting back into it where it is all online or not online. It's yeah. all in person. Hopefully. Like this past year, I, I literally felt like a freshman. Yeah. I was like, I, I practically am uh-huh. like, I did not know where any like of the buildings were still really. Yeah. And even though I did live on campus my freshman year, like everything was still super new. And I was like, you know, I'm in yeah. this with y'all. Like, uh-huh. I don't know what I'm doing either. So, yeah. but. I know we had some yeah. juniors when I was in college and like, I have no idea where this building is because <laughs> we have never had to go to it before. Like, yeah. I didn't even know this wow. is a thing. Yeah. Well, for, okay. For me, when I went back to school, mm-hmm. I always, I was like the same way. I was really excited to see all my teammates and to get back into a routine that was different than what I was doing at home. Cause like another challenging thing that a lot of people don't talk about is the struggle of going from living on your own to living back home, to living on your own, to mm. living back home and mm. then figuring out what you're going to do. And you keep going back and forth between having your independence and then maybe having it again or you have it, but it's different because you always have to respond to someone and be like, I am going here. I'm going here. Because oh, yeah. when you're in college, you can just go and do it right. and be responsible about it still. But then when you go back home, your parents are always asking you like what you're doing. So like navigating that's kind of challenging. I found that to be super challenging when I was going back and forth from being on my own to not. So do you have anything, Risa, since you are um, still doing that? Yeah, I guess the biggest thing is, well, I share a car with my sister. <laughs> So she's like, it's just, it's things like that where you're kind of used to, you know, just, yeah, doing things on your own time mm-hmm. and not really having to plan or worry about anything else. And here at home, like last night, we literally, my my family and I, we sat down in the living room and had to plan out rides and who's picking oh. up who and where everyone was and who was available. And it was just stuff like that, that yeah. you don't really have to worry about because you just have to worry about yourself yeah. when you're at school and- here it's like, yeah, you have to go back to living in a family where you have to take mm-hmm. everyone into account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that so. is super hard. Yeah, yeah, that transition's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess for me, I'm the youngest child, the third child, so they don't really care about my safety. So. <laughs> okay, I'm sure <laughs> you know? that's not true. No, but, uh, <laughs> Your parents love you. <laughs> yeah, they do, they do. But like, you you know, like the first child is, yeah. you, you know, they're always strict, strict on. And yeah, the then. second child, a little laid back. And then third is like, like just oh, gone. you're still here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, once you're under their house, it's their rules. So, yeah. Yeah. That is challenging. Do you plan on moving out at any point? I mean, it's nice to live rent free. That is very but, true. Yeah. But oh. I do want to live the life of like get, getting a place with friends and just feeling what it's like and mm-hmm. get comfortable to not be around my parents all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. I think setting boundaries too, not, not just your roommates, but even with like your family, when you go back home, mm. I think that's super important. Like communicating. Yeah. I know when I went back home, I was like, okay, I was out of the house first year. I don't need my curfew to be 1030 again. Like it was when I was in high school. Yeah. Like I <laughs> I'm responsible. You can track me if you want. But I'm not going to lie to you where I'm going, but just like communicating that with them, I think is super important because otherwise you're just going to get in fights. And I know I I struggled that with my, my mom for the first year going Mm -hmm. back. It's a huge transition. And a lot of people don't talk about it, but it's, and it's hard when some people don't have, you know, stricter parents or they have Mm -hmm. like super laid back parents or they're like really strict. Mm -hmm. It's just super hard to 
figure out how you're going to go back to living at home just for those like three months of the summer or the one month of winter. It's really hard. Yeah. And when you communicate that, you kind of realize like how like willing your parents are too. sometimes. Uh Like if you just, if you just speak up, like they, they realize that you are a a growing adult and they realize you had that change and now you're coming Mm -hmm. back to, you know, like your old life almost. And so just communicating with that and yeah, I would always be asking, can I go here? Can I go there? And my mm-hmm. parents would be like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, like, okay. So I just need to tell you where I'm going and you know, yeah. then that's fine. They're like, yeah, just, just let us know. Yeah. You know, Don't so. Don't ask anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for this special Journey to Wholeness launch episode. If you are a college student, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok for the latest reels, posts, and resources to encourage and equip you with tools and truth to help you succeed as you journey out to college. Do you have a question you'd like us to address on the podcast? Email us at becky at j2wholeness.org. Please rate, review, and share this podcast. The Whole Podcast is a production of Journey to Wholeness, a program designed to equip you to face life's challenges. For more information about online courses, in-person groups, intensives, and retreats, visit our website at j2wholeness.org. The letter J, the number two, wholeness.org.